read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The Pro Wrestling Fall, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained, Carl Anderson, the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harris, and Jillian Hall. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. This is Roger Ruffin of Northern Wrestling Federation, and make sure you tune in to the Russellville podcast with Vinny Barry and learn more about the greatest sport, the king of sports, professional wrestling. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest this episode is Roger Ruffin, the man behind the Northern Wrestling Federation. Roger, how are you? I'm doing good tonight, Vinny. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on, and thank you for giving me your time. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good conversation. It's been a while since we talked. We talked about Golly, man, it's got probably been about about a year ago, right? We talked for a couple couple few hours and uh, got some information from you, and uh, and then I've been in touch with you from time to time by messages and talked to your wife. But this is now that I think of it, I said, "Wow, man, we we should have talked a long time ago." Yeah, yeah. Besides a few messages, this is the first time we talked in quite a while. Well, thank you. And uh, me and you got in touch with uh, each other, uh, like I said, last year. I was working on a uh, writing project and I wanted to include a promotion in my book. And someone uh, pointed me in your direction and I reached out to you and you've got a really good story. So I'd like you to tell my listeners a little bit about your federation. We'll you know, a little bit about maybe the history and also to some of the people that have come through there. It's the Northern Wrestling Federation, and we've been around since 1995. I actually started my career in 1983, uh, but there was, a, there was a gentleman that was running the wrestling promotion here in the Cincinnati area uh, named Johnny Diamond, and he started it just, just right before uh, 1995, I believe it was. And I joined up with him in 95 and was helping him do some, some of the booking and some different duties and stuff like that. And uh, about a year or so after that, he had decided he wanted to move on to some different adventures. And I had purchased a promotion from him at that time. And we've been, uh, we've been very fortunate since 1995. And it's been, uh, it's been a great ride. Uh, there's been a few highs and a few lows, but we've maintained, you know, a, a pretty, uh, a pretty successful, uh, independent promotion. I feel, you know, a little, uh, independent promotions come and go, Vinny, they come and go. And I think for us to be going, uh, closing in on our 28th year, I think, uh, I think that's a good accomplishment. And I'm very proud of that. Uh, we've had a lot of great people that's come through, uh, our promotion and, uh, you know, I, I find that you're only successful if you have uh, good people around you. And I've been very fortunate to have good people around me, both uh, in the wrestling part of the of the game and also behind the scenes and promotional and stuff. And I've been very fortunate. Absolutely. It, it's got to take a, 
a pretty strong team to be able to pull that off, especially for as long as you have, right? Yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm certainly not a millionaire by no stretch of the imagination, but uh, you know, uh, it's always run off of uh, off of uh, uh, somewhat of a strict budget. But we've never, uh, unfortunately, I've never had to put any money into our promotion. It's pretty self-sustainable, which uh, I think that's pretty good, also. And it's grown. It's grown over the years, and, uh, and uh, I couldn't be more proud of it. So, talk to us a little bit about where the show runs and how many times, uh, maybe a week or a month, that you guys put on shows. How's that work? What's your schedule like? Well, we're we're basically located in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we run. On a regular basis, we run probably within a hundred mile radius of Cincinnati. Um, most of the events are more like about fifty miles from Cincinnati, but we do venture out uh, once in a while. We once in a while we get a little bit further out, but our main uh, our main uh, territory is is within about a hundred miles of Cincinnati. We run between fifty and sixty shows a year, and we've been running that many shows since day one. It's pretty much every weekend. Once in a great while, we take a weekend off, but there's also a few weeks during the year where we'll run twice on the weekend. So uh, to keep all that going and stuff, uh, it, uh, sometimes it's a task. Oh, I, I bet. Especially when you don't have TV. I mean, you know, we have a little internet show uh, that we put out on our, on our social media pages, uh, kind of a recap show from our, from our weekend shows. Uh, but, uh, it's difficult to uh, to survive, and it's difficult to uh, to get noticed if you don't have television. That's the name of the game. So uh, we've been able to uh, we've been able to do a pretty good job of staying afloat. Yeah, I, I've seen that show that you're talking about, and uh, it's it's produced well. Of course, the wrestling is good. The characters you've got. You've got some great characters up there, and uh, talk a little bit about your current roster, if you would. Yeah, sure. Our current roster, uh, gosh, we have we actually have uh, two divisions. We have our main roster, and we also have what we call the Future Star Shows, and those are student wrestlers that are still going to our schools, and uh, they actually have they actually some of them take uh, part in our regular roster shows, but. They also, we also have a separate event where it's just the students that are wrestling. That's a great learning tool. As far as our main roster goes, uh, it's, it's a lot of guys that are relatively new, but it's also some guys that have been wrestling. Some of them up to 20 years, they've been wrestling. A lot of the, the veterans that I have on my roster also help out with our training schedule and stuff like that. Uh, our current heavyweight champion is a star rider. Uh, and he is one heck of a performer. Very agile, high-flying guy, really connects with the, with the family crowd. Most of our shows, we draw a lot of family crowds. Uh, and, I, and I take a lot of pride in that. because I, wa- I want people to, to come to the show and enjoy the show and not be afraid to bring their, their young children to the show. And they can walk away feeling that they were really entertained. And in the same process, uh, they don't have to worry about any uh, risque stuff on our show. But we still do mix it up really good 
with a lot of excitement. Uh, when I say it's a family-oriented show, it's, it's by far not a boring show. You know, a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, intrigue and, uh, and stuff to hopefully keep the people interested. And you may ask about the roster. We've got great, some great tag teams. Uh, our current tag team uh, uh, champions are the Strays, and they're a rough and tough tag team. We got a couple really big guys on our roster, uh, Big Rex, who who, uh, who uh, I'm I'm certainly sure will be probably one of the next guys that hopefully will get signed to a contract. He's like six foot eight, almost 400 pounds, uh, and moves like a lightweight. Uh, we got Hollywood Adam Swayze, who was our champion for a long time. Papano Joe, who's been with me for over 20 years. Uh, Lord Crew, and I'm sure you've heard of Lord Crew. He's really making a big name for himself out and about all over the country on the independent circuit. Uh, he's come from us, and he he stops stops in and works works from time to time. I don't really want to leave anybody out, but I could sit here and name the names all 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 day long. But uh, it's a it's a really good roster. Another guy that that uh, is really making a name for himself out on the independent scene is the Swinger, and he's. Uh, very, very, very entertaining. I, I recommend you if you're looking, if you're looking for some more NWF guys to have on your podcast. He's, he's a, he'd be a very good interview. He's very, very, very entertaining, but still can uh, flat out wrestle. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I had the opportunity to speak with uh, Lord Crew. Very nice guy. And yeah, I was, um, I knew him from your promotion. You know, and I had a picture that I, so I was familiar with him. And one night I was on Twitter and I was just, you know, how you kind of go down the, the Twitter rabbit hole, you know, where, you know, I'll I'll click on your page and then I'll see somebody else and I'll click on their page. And before you know it, I, I was doing that about three or four times and he came up on some posters and I thought, wow, in, in, in Indiana. You know, and I thought, wow, this this guy is making some tracks, you know. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that definitely all over the country. He's been out on a lot of shows out in California and uh in Florida and uh he's been he's been all over. He's doing really well. What what do you think one of his uh main uh characteristics that helps him to be successful? He's got a great look. Uh, he's got a really mean, nasty look to him. Uh, he's a he's a tall guy. Uh, he, he's lean. He looks good. He can move in the ring. Um, and uh, he just is all around. He's all around. You know, when you when you come across wrestlers like that, I'm sure you know over the years you've you've trained hundreds, right? Hundreds of different people. Definitely so. And and some people, Roger, I guess, are kind of come in very athletic. Some might not be athletic. Some some might have one one characteristic, you know, say they they're a good talker, but maybe they're not. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not very strong or whatever. You might. I guess my point is is can you see young students come in that may not be the full package but hard work and over time they can they can get where they can be successful wrestling. oh yeah absolutely some there, there's been a lot of guys that have come through that 
you know, the first few weeks in the training, I'm kind of like pulling my hair out saying, oh boy, this is going to be a tough one to get this guy through this. And uh, a lot of times they develop and end up being one of your better wrestlers. There's also guys that come through and they're great athletes and, but they struggle because, you know, it's a, it's a different world. You know, and I, I like to tell guys, uh, sometimes guys come in and say, you know, I played this sport and I played that sport and, and I did all this kind of stuff. And, and that's good. That's great. But you've never done nothing like this. It's, uh, you know, I've had guys that have played football their whole life and stuff that come in and say, oh, my gosh, this training's way harder than anything that I've ever done. And to adapt your body to that, guys will say to me, they'll say, well, what can you compare to uh, if you think it's tougher than any other sport? Well, I say, if you've ever been hit by a bus, that's about the closest thing that I can that I can uh, that I can compare to because it's it's a, to adapt your body to go through what these guys go through is uh, it's extremely difficult. They, when you're talking about the training when they first come in, I and and I'm no different than the other wrestling school. We you lose so many people within the first month or two because they realize, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was going to be like. I, did, I thought it was going to be, you know, all the, the, the bad stories I hear about how easy wrestling is and stuff like that. And they're 110% totally wrong. And, they, and they, it's a big reality check. I, I bet. I bet it is. Absolutely. Usually if they, if they come to me and they say, you know, I've decided that uh, this isn't for me, you know, and I respect that decision because uh, your heart's got to be in there. It's got to be something that you want to do. But I always ask them, and then I've never gotten the wrong answer. I always ask them when they leave. I always say, do you respect us? He said, I respect you guys more than I ever thought I would. When you think about it, it's a totally different art form, right? Then, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot that goes in it. You know, uh, this the showmanship, the, the athleticism. Uh, my goodness, so much, right? But um yeah when it when it comes down to uh brass tacks yep it's as you it's gotta as, be tough yeah it's as real it's as not, it gets right it's not a wimpy sport man absolutely, yeah. absolutely. i now, mean even 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 other stuff in this sport besides wrestling i mean referees you gotta be tough you know you never you never know there's bodies flying all over the place you got to be prepared. You got to be ready. You got to be on your toes. You got to be a smart person. And uh, I always, I often say to people that to be successful with this sport, you don't, it's not necessarily always happen to be a great athlete. Smart people and good people succeed at this business. Yeah, very good. You're right. And that goes that goes almost across the board in any, yeah, in any field. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. That's that's some good life guys, advice. A lot of guys will walk in and they'll be great big tough guys and they'll think, "Well, I got this, no problem." Well, right. You know, they find out the hard way. You got to be a professional. You know, they, they, I always tell my guys, and uh, the most important part of this sport is respect. That's the most important part. You know, you've had some uh, pretty big names come in. Share some of those people uh, with us. 
I've had we've had some we've had some really good success, and you know, to to go from our level to the next level is is so difficult. I mean, I you know, one in a million, you know, maybe not one in a million, but the saying goes, one in a million make it. We have been fortunate enough to have a handful of people make it. Uh, Jillian Hall, who was uh, a longtime WWE diva, went through our school. The Monster Abyss went through our school and uh, traveled the world over a hundred times. And he is now uh, a producer for the WWE, actually. Wildcat Chris Harris uh, went through our school. He's actually my uh, my assistant right now. And he's, he's a very smart individual and uh, is really helping the young guys. Uh, Jordan Clearwater, who uh, is in the NWA right now, uh, he went through our school and uh, He's another one that uh, sooner or later he's going to be a big time player. Sure, I'm leaving. Once again, I'm leaving people out, and I'm going to end up hearing about it. But there's uh, there's others. There's definitely other. Oh, Carl Anderson. Yeah, from the Good Brothers. And I know yes. you've uh, I know you've talked to him before, and he's uh, he came through here. He is so he is so talented and so underutilized. But uh, I'm hopefully that uh, he'll get an opening here soon and uh, make a big mark for himself. You, you know, it's interesting that you you bring that up, and I, you know, w- when you say underutilized, not the only person, right? I mean, there's no. so many people that you you watch, and you could say, man, you could build a company around that guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, what what do you think that is, Roger? That maybe some people maybe don't get used correctly, or well, I guess it's just it's being in the right place at the right time. I'm sure I'm not stupid. I'm sure there's wrestlers that wrestle for me that think that I'm underutilizing them, yeah. and it's just what it just happens to be. Whatever the promotion is looking for at that time, whatever they see. Uh, that's going to help drive their ticket sales or their views is who they're going to go with. And, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times uh, the promoters, right. A lot of times team misses the boat on some stuff and it's just, you know, it's just what the, what the promotion and uh, having to see at that time, what's going to help them. Yeah. There's, there's so many wrestlers out on the independent circuit that I scratch my head. How are these guys not under contract, but, you know, there's there's only so many spots, and uh, now that the the territories are are gone, it's it's harder to make a living at this sport. There's only a few there's only a few places that you can make a living, and take a look at the at the major promotions, the WWE and and uh, AEW. Uh, they only have so much TV time. They can only get on so many guys, and. I hear a lot of things that, you know, they got, they got all these guys that are not using. Well, you have to put, you got to mix it up, obviously, but you also got to have guys on that are on on a regular basis. So the fans can be invested in the product, be invested in, uh, in what each wrestler is doing. So it's just, it's, it's hard to spread the wealth. It's hard to spread the, the time out. And, and, uh, we need, uh, I think the, the day and time is gone. There's not going to be 15 major promotions. That's not, that's not, that's not going to happen. We, the best we can hope for 
is uh, for hopefully maybe one or two more promotions get uh, get better. Uh, how should I say it? Better viewing, more viewing. You know, you know who a lot of the, a lot of people you know kind of kind of um, wave off and don't pay attention to. But Impact Wrestling is not bad at all. People say, you know, that, that ain't no good. And I'm and I thinking, well, when's the last time you watched it? Well, it's been several years. Their product is not bad. It's not bad at all. They just happen to be on a, not a major network, so not as many people get to see them. To be honest with you, I enjoy their product better than I enjoy AEW's product. And, you know, and there's there's major, there's, AEW's got a lot of fans, and WWE's got a lot of fans. And I hate to see it that, uh, it's kind of a, it's more of a war between the fans than it is the promotion. Yeah. You know, the fans, I'm a, I'm a AEW fan, but I hate WWE, or I'm a WWE fan, and I hate AEW. Well, you should, there's enough wrestling on there that you should be able to, to see stuff on each program that you like. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's funny that you say that too, is, you know, I find uh, OVW a good product too. You know, you know, I really haven't. I haven't seen much. I, I've actually several of my wrestlers actually uh, go there on a part time basis. Okay. Because uh, it's uh, they do all their filming just you know 100 miles from Cincinnati. So a lot of my guys actually go down there uh, on a regular basis. Um, I haven't had an opportunity to see it. I know they got some. They got some TV uh, that uh, can be seen from a wide area. I don't know if it's, you know. Yeah, I get it on on a streaming on a streaming yeah. uh, device. But you know that that's kind of my 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 thing of wrestling. People ask me all the time, "Hey, uh, did you see AEW last night or WWE?" I said, "No, I I haven't, but I've been watching this guy named Pretty Boy Smooth." You know, yeah, <laughs> and Ninja, Ninja Mac. You know, I've got a, I've kind of got like a, I don't know. It's just like kind of like following off the beaten trail a little bit. You know, it's not. You know it's, what I'm saying? Well, because I know exactly what you're saying. Because I'm in this business. I, I spend. You know, I, I work a regular job also, and I forty hours a week, and then I spend another forty hours a week doing doing my wrestling company i mean i'm it's non-stop i watch so little wrestling whether it be aew or whether it be wwe or, or whatever that i can get my hands on i watch so little because i don't i just don't have the time to watch it so you know i can give you my views on on all these promotions and some of them i like and some of them i don't like but it's really not really that fair for me to do that because i don't watch that I watch a little bit on Friday night, uh, but Mondays I'm busy doing. Oh, I'm busy doing. We got a guest. Yeah, I'm busy uh, doing um, other promotional stuff, so I don't really just don't get to, get to watch very much of it. For a trainer, what what do you think the the main things that you need to pass on to your your students? What are some of those uh, essential traits that you need to pass on physically the basics the basics I, and I know a lot of times um 
when guys do uh, when guys do tryouts for the larger companies and stuff, uh, they think they got to go in there and they got to do all this high flying, crazy, flippy, dangerous stuff. And and I know from talking to higher ups, uh, they the first thing they want to see is they want to see this guy know the basics because they can build off of that. They just want to know whether you know the basics. So I think the most important thing is to have the basics to know right from wrong, because there's a lot of gray areas in wrestling, but there's also a lot of right and a lot of wrong. So we try to teach them what's right, what's wrong, uh, how to handle yourself as a professional. Uh, there's nothing worse than uh, meeting a new wrestler and, and the guy just being, uh, whether it be a total flake or, or disrespectful or arrogant, uh, always, always, you know, maintain within yourself. So uh, not only at our school do we just teach the physical part, we teach, we try to teach all of that. That stuff, in a lot of ways, is much more important than the physical part. Right, right. Yeah, you could be the best at what you do, but if you're nobody wants to work with you, how good are you? Bingo. Bingo. You go, You better be able to draw a whole bunch of money. If not, out the door you go. Right, right. Yeah, we've seen it, right? Yep. Yeah, we've yep. seen it. Some very talented wrestlers over the years where you think, man, he should have just kept his mouth shut. Yeah, and then later, yeah, later, years later on, you find out because the guy couldn't uh, couldn't keep his mouth shut or couldn't behave himself. And yeah, thought he was bigger than maybe what the promoter thought he was. Exactly. Yep. Talk about your fan base. I know you guys go into the northern part of Kentucky, and uh, I've seen I've seen that show on videotape, so or on on TV. So I I know that that's a pretty big venue, right? I mean, you've get you yeah, get a lot. Well, of we do we do real well in northern Kentucky. Um, we have uh, we also run small shows at our school, but we run we have like four main towns. And there, I, I would none of them are doing huge business. I'd be, I'd sit, be sitting here lying to you if I said that. But they're all doing solid. They're all doing. They're all. We are making a profit in all the towns, and uh, and as long as that uh, continues, we're just going to keep on rolling. Though we, our fan base is, like I said earlier, it's mostly families. I mean, we draw a lot of we draw a lot of teenage people too, but a lot of it's mom, dad, and the kids. And you know when you're uh, when you're thinking about you know like for me you know I think okay last year I achieved this or this year I would like to achieve this. Do you going into a new year? Do you think maybe we should start putting shows on in this city or this town or maybe we should you know do this or I mean do you do you think like are you still growing and trying new things or do you have a formula that works? Well, I don't know how, it, uh, how many wrestling promotions you have out in the area where you live, but here in, here in Cincinnati area or the Southern Ohio area, there is too many wrestling promotions. There are too many. You're, we're falling over top of them. Oh, wow. And I am, uh, I am by far the, uh, oldest and longest running promoter in this area but the oldest as a person too 
And I'm, uh, I, people throw away, throw around the term old school so much uh, that it kind of is misused a little bit and misrepresented, but I am, I, I'm truly old school. And I was always taught that you don't, you don't step on each other's toes. Uh, you don't run where other people are running. Uh, that happens to us a lot, though. People come, people come knocking on our door all the time. Uh, but I try not to do that because I don't, I don't want no one to do that. So uh, I, try, I try not to do that. So as far as your, your question about growth and stuff like that, I want to be able to promote towns and do, and do a profit in these towns. But it, the farther out that I go, the less concentration and the less effort that you could put into these towns, they need to be within a radius of that you can actually, that you can take care of the town. It could be promoted properly because we're small promotions. I mean, yeah, social media is a huge part of our promotion, but we still are grassroots. We're still out hanging out this old school route, hanging up posters, we're out doing car flyers, we're out doing meet and greets, stuff like that. So I still have to have the area that I promote feasible as far as mileage to get to and to do to do the proper job. Sure, I can book a town two or three hundred miles away, but it might not do good because I can't, I don't have a hands-on. Right. So as far as growth, I, I don't want to say that I'm happy where we're at. I mean or satisfied where we're at. We always want to do better. We always want to grow bigger and, and do better. But in the situation and the day and time that we're in now, um, I don't foresee some big, you know, some big huge growth. We it's, we want to maintain and grow at a steady pace. All right. So I wanted to uh, talk to you, switch gears a little bit. Want to talk about uh, the project that you helped me with, the the book that I put out, the Pro Wrestling Vault Volume Two. Um, now correct. Correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, but you have authored three books. I have. Okay, so I've read two of them. Okay, and you know, I I'm not a reader. Okay, but I do, but I do read a lot of uh, wrestling books. Okay, the biographies or whatever they might be. And one thing I and I know so much research research has to go into this. I could just imagine all the research that you have to do. All these authors and stuff write these books on one person. And sometimes they, they really get in depth and almost some, sometimes these books are boring. I find. But what I found when I read your book is you deal with so many different subjects and so many different stories on all these different wrestlers and stuff. And it's so entertaining. I, I really, Big Mama really enjoyed reading your books because you do a good insight of report on these guys and then you move on to somebody else and you can learn so many different things on about so many different people by reading your books. And I really commend you on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. I it takes a long time. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I know because we're like we talked we talked a year ago and you were like halfway done with the book at that time and you, and, you know it just just uh, was released recently and and I recommend everybody get the book. Yeah, and I've my pretty pictures on the cover. 
It, it actually is. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You're you're on the cover of the book and your your story appears first in the book. And we have uh, basically the story of your, uh, you know, the history of, of you and how you got started in wrestling uh, takes you through your career and the school and some of the people that are in your promotion and also, too, uh, has a lot of pictures from your promotion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some some posters, pictures of some posters of some of the bigger shows that you've put on. So um, definitely a uh you know something nice to have in your collection you know for Absolutely, sure yeah. yep and and then along with that you've got 45 other short stories and jazz yeah. is in there uh sal renaro is in there jeremiah plunkett we have uh mario mancini uh, kamala thunder rosa that's what, I enjoyed, that's what i enjoyed about it so much that i learned I mean, the majority of everyone in the book, I knew something about, but I learned something new about them too. And it was, uh, it never got dull. Reading the book never got dull. It wasn't like these, like, oh, I'll must set this book down and read later on. You know, it, it was worth, uh, you know, spending, spending time reading it because it was uh, very entertaining. So you're telling me you finished it? Yes. Yes, I finished it. Man, what Big a Mama, Big Mama finished it first. All right. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Hey, you need to read the uh the book about Lance Von Eric, too. Have you read that that's, one yet? No, no. That's the one that I uh that's the one that I haven't that I haven't uh, read yet. But but you do have it, right? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah, you should, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you you definitely got to read that. That that is It's funny that, you know, I it's funny that uh when you told me you wrote that book and I thought, well, I know you're from that area, but I thought, you know, where he, where he spent a lot of time, I thought, that's a different, that's a different guy to write on that, you know, I'm interested. And ever since you told me that, I have heard his name brought up so many different times. Wow. I thought, you know, that was a really good subject to write about. Because I, you know, I just, you never thought of, I never thought a whole lot about him until you, you know, you told me you wrote that book and the next band now, Oh, so and so was talking about him. So and so was talking about him, and uh, it ends up uh, apparently being a really good story. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down and read that sometimes. Yeah, and I definitely need to talk to you after you do it too. I want to okay. get your opinion. You know, what's funny is I, I didn't tell anybody for like two years. You know, it, it took me like three years to finish that book, but I didn't say anything wow. because um, I wanted to make sure that I was gonna finish it right, and so. When I when I felt confident enough that I was going to finish it, I'd go in those, uh, you know, like the Von Erich uh, Facebook page groups and uh -huh. stuff. And they're like, first off, a lot of people laughed at me and told me yeah. that I was writing about the wrong Von Erich, you know. How many times do you need to hear about nothing against them? They were great wrestlers. Yeah. But so many stories have been told about the Von Erich. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a different take. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you got it, if you remember, so much happened at that period. Incredible. That was a very up and down time. So there's a lot, you know, a lot of interesting things going on. That Good and bad. Yeah. And you can get that book and pro wrestling involved. Where can you, where can you get that book? 
You can get it at russellville.com or if you're international, if you live in a outside of the United States, you can purchase those books on Amazon. There you go. Roger, been a pleasure, man. I really, really enjoyed talking to you again. And you know what? We're going to have to do this again. And I've been telling my wife that we need to come up there to uh, Cincinnati and see the show. I got some family in Pittsburgh, so it ain't how far oh, is that? Yeah. Well, we're about four and a half hours, four and a half, maybe five hours. Okay. okay. Right on your way, stop on by and, and check out one of the events. Yeah, sounds good. All right, Roger. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. And get those Russellville books at Amazon.com. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, the, the Pro, Pro Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained Carl Anderson, Anderson the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories, including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives.